What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Caleb. Hello, my name is Caleb. I like your podcast, (laughs) and my what if question is, what if Pixie Cotto and Spider White, um, went into a dungeon and found a gold trophy, but it turned everyone into paper. And Abbott B. Grumbler, his magic wand didn't work, Spider White's magic didn't work, or any of the magic in what is what didn't work, and, and Bowser came in and attacked the castle. Thank you. All right, Caleb, that is a couple sentences long. Let let me see if I can break your question down. What if Pixie Cato and Sprite O'Right went into a dungeon and found a gold trophy, but it turned everyone into paper, and Abacus P. Grumbler's wand didn't work, and Sprite O'Right's magic didn't work, and all the magic in What If World didn't work, and what if Bowser came and attacked the castle? Whew, that is quite a bit of question. We're also going to add in one patron question from Asha. Asha asks, what if puzzles could walk and talk? Hmm, how am I going to put all that together, you ask? I don't know either. That's not what I was wondering. I was wondering when we were going to thank Luke. Oh, oh, yes. Hi, Hungry Bungry. It's so good to see you again. I'm hungry. Let's thank Luke so I can get some food and go hang out with Freddy's, my friend. But we've got to give a sincere thank you to Luke, Hungry. Oh, sincerity tastes delicious. Okay, thanks, Luke, really, very sincerely. (laughs) Now, where's Fred? I miss him. Oh, don't you worry, Hungry Bungry. Your buddy Fred is here to stay well until the story starts. But I want to say thank you to Eloise, Charlie, and Samson. Okay, thank you, Luke, Eloise, Samson, and our birthday boy, Charlie. Happy big old birthday to you! You're four years old. That's really a lot of years. It's hard for me to count that big on my toes. Oh, wow, four years old. I haven't even been in four stories yet. You are very big, Charlie. Happy birthday. This is part one of another two-part story. You'll hear the second half next week. Now let's answer Caleb and Asha's questions. It was If Miss Eve, and Sprite O'Right finally had the night off from teleporting around the president and the cabinet. So Sprite O'Right was spending her night putting together an If Miss puzzle with Pixicato and Fairylise. All right, we've just got one more puzzle piece, and then we're done, said Sprite O'Right, handing the little piece to Pixicato. 
But there is a lot of puzzles still missing. Is it possible we've lost a few pieces? Asked Pixie Gatto. I'm afraid so, my daughter. Your sprightly mother has the bad habit of losing puzzle pieces. All right, that may be true, but this was a good puzzle piece to lose. The three of them looked down at the incomplete puzzle. An Ithmus puzzle can redraw itself to look like anything you please. And this puzzle was a near-complete family portrait of Farrelly's Sprite right and pixicado but mom half of my face is missing just imagine your head leaning to the right a little bit i don't want to reimagine the puzzle i want it to look the way i imagined it pixicato it's just a puzzle no it's the first chance i've had to spend time with sprite all right since she started helping the president and it's not going as i planned all right you're upset that's okay but all of our puzzles are missing a few pieces sweetheart you find a few pieces then you lose some along the way but i want to find this piece so we're all together on if miss pixie Carter, we are all together it's all right fairly uh, i know where that puzzle piece is oh dear really we can go fetch it right now if you like I would like that very much. Fairlease, you coming? I- I've got a lot of work to do on dinner. You two go, but be back by six o'clock, or it's cold strawberry souffle for everyone. Oh, uh, that'd be a shame. Come on, let's go. And Sprite O'Right and Pixicato found themselves in the middle of a blasted wasteland. Two thick, rusty iron doors stood in front of them, leading into a great stony structure that stretched as far as the eye can see. Mom, please tell me you teleported us to the wrong place. This is the right place, all right. I lost the puzzle piece right at the center of that there dungeon. A knight sat in front of those double iron doors, his armor scratched, dented, and pierced in a hundred places. Fortunately, it was Sir Squiggles, and it's pretty hard to hurt a two-dimensional person. Do yourself a favor. Don't go to the dungeon. I remember it being a pretty nice dungeon, far as dungeons go. No, it's a new management. Many, many traps. A wicked, hungry monsters. Magic spells to turn your mind into mush. But while Sir Squiggles had been giving his warning, Pixicado had been flying up. Hey, Mom, it's just a maze, but there's no ceiling, so I can see straight to the center. All right, fly on down and we'll teleport right there. <laughs> teleport? That's no fair. <laughs> but Sprite All Right and Pixicato had already disappeared. I need to meet the Sprite tonight, said Sir Squiggles, lowering his scribbly head for a nap. Fairly, since Sprite All Right appeared in the middle of the stone dungeon, the room was mostly empty, with one narrow stone bridge reaching all the way across. And in the middle of that bridge sat a giant turtle shell, resting next to a pedestal, atop which shone a golden puzzle piece. Then, out of the front of that spiky shell, they saw a cute flat puppy nose. It poked out further, revealing a furry, toothy snout and the fierce face of a gargantuan turtle dog. Wowzer! New people! Hello, yes. My name is Pixicato. This is my mother, Sprite All Right. Well, my name is Wowzer. Let me guess. 
You're here to steal my golden trophy. Oh, it's not quite like that. Everyone who comes here comes to steal my trophy, especially that pipey old fellow. I'm not trying to steal your trophy. Or so. I'm making you eggs, you paranoid puppy. They could hear Pipeo's voice from the other side of the bridge. And as soon as I eat those eggs, I'll take a nap and you'll steal it. All right, I, I, I think we've come in a bad time. And Pipeo walked into the dungeon room from the other side of the bridge, holding a piping hot plate of eggs. I'm trying to get you to eat. I can't, I'm a boss. I've got to guard the golden trophy. Who cares about the trophy? Go out, get there some sun, make us some friends. Um, you don't really need to guard the trophy. It belongs to us. We're here to reclaim it. Wowza. Oh, of course. You spent ten years building a dungeon around a little girl's puzzle piece. Did not. A little girl. Is that your puzzle piece? Yeah. Oh, but I'm a boss monster. Protecting the golden trophy makes my life complete. Well, our family's puzzle won't be complete without your golden trophy. Pipeo handed the eggs to Wowzer and pulled out his steel pipe wand. Wow! Eggs! And with a wide-eyed look, Wowzer shoved the entire plate of eggs into his mouth. Wow! Plates taste almost as good as eggs! And while the giant dog dragon was crunching on his plate and eggs, Pipeo deftly levitated the golden puzzle piece across the bridge to Sprite O'Right and Fair Elise. Thank you, Pipeo, said Pixicato, reaching for the puzzle piece as it floated towards her. Wowzer looked up to see his empty pedestal. He cried out in alarm, spraying bits of plate and eggs everywhere. Whoa! You were a thief all along! This is a good for you, Wowser. That's not your golden trophy. You're not the big boss monster. You gotta find some other way to fit in. But Wowser had already stretched his scaly, furry legs out as far as they could go, and he was barreling down the narrow bridge towards Sprite Wright and Pixicato. But I'm nothing without the golden trophy. Well, I'm nothing without our puzzle piece. All right, let's all calm down. Yeah, you know that that the puzzle piece is accursed, right? But Wowzer and Pixicato both grabbed the floating puzzle piece at the same time. Wowzer became no thicker than a piece of paper, and the blast of magic gusted his now feather-light form right off the bridge. Wowzer, I got to you! Pipeo pointed his wand, and Wowzer flew toward the little sewer wizard like a paper airplane. Pixicato turned to see a worried look on Sprite Wright's face, just as she too was turned to paper. Oh no! Fortunately, Pixicato and Sprite Wright's paper wings still held them aloft, and that gust of magic flew them up and out of the dungeon. Pixicato was still clutching the golden puzzle piece as she heard Pipeo shout, Hey, wait! I'll come back! I'm a paper too now! But the winds blew and blew, and it was all the two fairies could do just to ride gust after gust without crashing into anything. Finally, the wind settled down with one last swirl. Pixicato and Sprite Wright were far from the dungeon, their folded paper feet hardly holding them up on this soft grass. 
All right, just a little magic mishap. I'll just take out my wand and... But when Sprite O'Right twisted her flimsy paper wand, not even a puff of magic came out. Mom, do you know where we are? Or, uh, well, I've only ever teleported most places, so... She looked around. There was a grassy field next to a wide, dark lake, and looming in the distance, something like a kind of castle, maybe? But it was obscured by the clouds. Wait, wait, said Pixicato. I've been here before. I played this team in basketball. Can you guess where they are yet? You played underwater basketball? No, on the other side of the lake. It's the observatorium. Oh, I know the place. Their head professor asked me to teleport him around all the time. Well, that means Abacus P. Grumbler owes you a favor, and he might be our only hope. Pixicato tried flapping her wings, but there wasn't enough wind anymore. Then she tried walking, but with those flimsy paper feet, she landed flat on her face. Oh, here, baby, let me help you up a bit. And when Sprite All Right reached down to help up her daughter, her paper arm slotted right into a groove in Pixicato's wing. Oops, sorry, let me just... And when Sprite All Right tried to pull away, using her other arm for leverage, uh, I think I can... Her other arm interlocked with Pixicato's other wing. This is getting weird. Getting weird? Okay, weirder. Maybe if I just push my face against your back. Mom, that I don't think that that's a good... <coughs> yep, okay. Now my head's stuck here, too. But now that Pixicato and Sprite Alright were fitting together like a couple of puzzle pieces, they looked like a sort of paper bridge with legs. Wait, Mom, I think if, if you push with your feet and I push with my feet... Then we can kind of kitty-corner our way around. So we have to move around like we're a heavy couch? Exactly. And Sprite Alright stared up at her daughter's paper puzzle piece wings. Well, all right. And pushing off each other with these little paper feet, they eased themselves into a slow kitty-corner waddle all the way to the observatorium. The end? All right, Esha and Caleb, I hope you enjoyed the first half of your story. Folks at home, I need your help with a quick anonymous six-question survey. There'll be a link on Facebook and in the show notes. And you can email us at whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com afterwards. I'll send you a bonus story as well as a worksheet to go along with it as a thank you. I'll even enter you for another chance to get your question answered. And of course, you'll have my gratitude as well. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my co-creator, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who work at making the best of a bad situation. Can you ever think of a time where a bit of bad luck disappointed you, but you ended up having fun anyway? Maybe that's a piece of a cool story you can tell. And until we meet again, keep wondering.